This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the heroes plunge the battlefield into darkness. Well, Baron just gave uh, me a directive. Oh, oh boy. Was it a prime directive? And begin their ambush. Oh, God. And he's going to unleash Hades on this thing. Or attempt to, at least. Natural 17. Uh, that is a natural 17. <laughs> but will their bloodlust. And it's still round one. They haven't even gone yet. Spell doom for one of their their own. All right, Thune is toe-to-toe with this giant come, now. Come back, Thune. Perhaps I can do some damage. Oh, boy. Oh, oh no. Oh, Thune charges at the what? giant. The adventure continues. They're practicing how to bring down ramparts. Was that what they're doing? I mean, it's pretty, gotcha. pretty obvious that's what they're doing. I thought they were building a set for a high school production well, of Once Upon a Mattress. Uh, spoiler alert. What's up? Oh, wow. Yeah. No. Welcome to episode 223 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. I'm Skidmar, and we just got back from Atlanta for Dragon Con, and we had an amazing time. Uh, both the live show, uh, the live show was fantastic at the Masquerade. Uh, that was great. Uh, the crowd is amazing. You guys are really into it, so uh, thank you for that. And uh, our uh, our special show that we did at Dragon Con with Jason Bullman, that was a blast too. Hopefully the rest of you will get to hear that at some point as well. Uh, there's still, we've got another show, live show coming up. In Los Angeles on October 5th, still a few tickets available. It's coming up on our one-year anniversary, and we're going back to where it all started. And uh, I can't wait for you to hear this next newest episode, episode 223. Do you guys ever get bummed out or sad? Yes. (laughs) Wait for it. (laughs) Thinking about the eventual end of this story. Oh, oh no! What emotion? You, you are a cold, unfeeling person, Matthew. Let me it's ask people all. who have hearts at the table. Uh, Joe, you wear your heart on your greasy little sleeve. Shut <laughs> up and mean. <laughs> Just because I still have a little pie on my sleeve doesn't mean you have to fucking call it out on the radio. These big did you get? gray spots on my sleeve, how my short-sleeved get? shirts. Yeah, that's what's going to How did you get pie in your short sleeves? I ate it very aggressively. It was so good. I brought pie for everyone. That's Skid, true. Skid brought pie. He brought two kinds. To this recording. And now we're yes. all exhausted from eating so yeah. much pie. I'm so sick. That's uh, Centerville Pie Company in Centerville, Massachusetts, if anyone's up there. They don't need your plug, Skid. They have, all, they have they, Oprah. Maybe they, they do. They, they're on Oprah's favorite things twice. <laughs> But maybe they want to throw pie my way some once in a while. <laughs> That's all you want is that free pie. Action. I would just love it if they were owned by a shady pie consortium that also had their like fingers and off offshores like investments all <laughs> over the place. Big pie, all, yeah, yeah pie. you gotta, gotta watch out for yeah. big up against big pie. You think his fingers deep in the pockets of big pie? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, the fingers stuck everywhere. But no, you're saying like, are we sad at thinking about the story? Are you sad at thinking about the story? Uh, I, I'll tell you why I am, because recently I've been doing some very uh, deep exploration of where I think the story's going to go, and um, 
it got me sad realizing that there is an eventual end to this thing, especially with certain things that I have planned that some is in my control, some isn't. Um, but just, uh, you know, the last few weeks, or, or I think for like last month, we've been uh, taking a look at flashbacks for these characters, which, I, I, which I've really enjoyed because, um, you know, I, I know what's happening with the individual players, but you at the table and obviously the listeners uh, don't get to see this view into the past until, or hadn't uh, had a chance to see a view into these people's past until now. And so I've really enjoyed that. And it's just got my juices flowing thinking about, you know, uh, the end of this story. Because when episode 200 really tied up a lot of loose ends while also opening the door to a bunch of other things. But then we just kind of jumped straight in to Ashbeak after the, uh, you know, the uh, the courtroom uh, <laughs> drama with the uh, dwarves of Kragadan. But we've just kind of jumped in and only a day and a half has passed, right? Um, but you're just, you're, you, time is of the essence. You've got to just keep mowing down these giants, trying to figure out uh, where the heart of this volcano is, uh, both figuratively and literally. So anyways, I, I've just been thinking about it, and I've been sad. So I wonder, as a player, if you get sad about the end of it. I mean, sometimes, Troy, just it's like um, when you're playing games like these, it's just like time grabs you by the wrist and directs you where to go. So you got to make the best of this test and don't ask why. You know, it's, it's not a question. It's a lesson learned in time. I thought you were going to say something nice. It's something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. And at the end of this adventure, Troy, I hope you had the time of your life. You know, for, when we... Uh, I feel like we're all dumber for having here. The last, <laughs> right before the last episode, we'll do like a one-hour clip show. Absolutely. Like yeah. the, the pre-Seinfeld finale. Yes. Yeah. We played that. We'll yeah. do the last show live. <laughs> we'll stream it live. Right, let's do oh, it I've, live. Uh, yeah, I've definitely had images in my head of like what that'll look like. Yeah. Like the final montage of art oh, yeah. of like the the, oh, the, the, the whole story. I've written some of it and it's changed a million times, but I, I think about the end now and, and you may not think about it because we're fighting a lot of fire giants, a lot of different iterations of uh, fire giants. You may think like you're not making progress through uh, book five, but you actually are at an incredible speed. There's plenty more to go. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, you have... Um, this could have easily, uh, to get to this point, taken you three times as long, I think, hmm. in both episodes and in gameplay. Um, Still just doesn't feel real, like getting to the end of this. Like We've been doing it for so I know, long. I though. know. It's just... Uh, but that's the thing with campaigns. That's They must end. I, I would not be... I'm not sad at all. Like I look forward to it greatly because things need to end when they end well yeah that's the best thing it's when they linger and linger until no one cares anymore then that that sucks that yeah. is so lame it's like having a, a good end and that's that's the other thing is like it lives on forever yeah you know especially with a lot of the characters that have been created like they exist in our minds forever and their stories there are infinite stories that can be told before the end yeah they can be told in different ways and who they were and then you know you have it's like marvel then you have the all the alternate universe stories and everything so yeah. i do think that there's it's not it's certainly not an end to everything we created yeah uh but having an end to the story is important <clears throat> and something we should strive to do you know yeah, yeah. and to end well yeah i mean we've been been talking recently about what's next after giant slayer and so that has got me thinking oh, as God, well. a new beginnings like, is new so exciting beginning, yeah you can prep first level encounters again oh man i can't wait <laughs> <laughs>
We know, I, we know how concealment uh, cover in, in, works. In yeah. Pathfinder 3rd Edition. <laughs> in Pathfinder <laughs> 3rd Edition. As you guys know, I've been trying to catch up on TV, and I've just recently watched two amazing series finales. I watched the American season finale, oh, yes. series finale, yeah. and the Leftovers series finale. Yes, oh, two great man, ones. You, they, are, they are unbelievable endings. Good shows to catch up on. I, know. I love them. I'm so close to the Americans. I'm like four episodes away. Oh, just from you the, wait. Just so you wait. Oh, just when you think really, you figured it out. Nope. Spoiler. Stop. They got you. <laughs> Don't talk to me. They all die. Um, <laughs> Soviet, the Soviet Union collapses. I, I, I come Communism falls. <laughs> Communism falls. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Can't Spoilers. Be, can't yeah. happen. Cold War ends. Um, there's also Does it? Does it? this thing about, uh, you know, and I think this is true in every adventure path. The, the, the next page after the end of book six, there might be a couple of pages. I think this is true of most, if not all, adventure paths. It tells you suggestions for continuing the story and um, so I started really digging into that looking at that and I'm like oh wow this is really interesting and I just don't know I, I think the story we'll know when the story's over and that may end where the book says it's supposed to end or it might end up uh, somewhere in the middle of this continuing adventure story uh, or it might end before um, just really interested, but the, you know, the more I talk about it, the more I get sad about it. Just thinking about this story because we've devoted so much time to this, um, to the to, to the sort of uh, figuring out how to be podcasters of actual play, and it'll be interesting to see how things change when this story ends and we start a new one. So I don't know. I'm really sad now. I don't want to play. <laughs> I just I don't think that this uh, introspective, soft-hearted. Dare I say, navel gazing Troy <laughs> existed until he became a father. Yeah, this yeah. type of stuff. This is mortality, man. You're looking at your own life in the mirror. I think Troy's been facing his own mortality for some time now. <laughs> Everyone has. Yes, I've been eating a lot of pie, <laughs> <laughs> and it's my heart felt like it was clogging up. I really had to take a big look at everything in my life. And uh, this podcast, black, uh, black in my arteries. <laughs> anyway, so I guess we'll play. Oh, dude, uh, you can't bring that kind of energy. It's in a real here. bummer, man. It's a bummer. I think it's so thrilling, and not, and not just like uh, the thrill of completing a campaign. Like, let's not forget. Let's have a little bit of respect for how many people out there have campaigns that are left unfinished, yeah. that fizzle, and people just can't get together. And it sucks. That is so much lamer than finishing a campaign, which is such a good thing mm. to be able to do in your life. Very few people can say that they played a five-year campaign and finished it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's something to, to be proud of and, and excited about and, and look forward to. Also, just in the sheer, like... Us sitting here right now is amazing because it is August and I am just thinking about moving furniture around in your apartment, running plugs <laughs> yeah. under chairs, God, and miserable. then turning the air conditioner off. Oh, right. yes. And for four hours, just sweat boxing. <laughs> Every time Skid's like, I gotta, I gotta pee, Matthew's like, turn the air conditioner while he pees. And it just goes... <laughs> For about, you know, three minutes. Does nothing. Then we turn it off and right back into it. We're sweating bullets. We have these quiet air conditioners in here. It's beautiful. Where we can can see each other. Yeah. Troy's not behind me. It's true. I had deja vu to your old apartment and... Troy was, like, stalling to start an episode, as he often does. And then he started the episode by, like... 
peeking through the blinds and taking a long sip off of a lime marita. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Oh yeah, we talked about that in the episode. We did. Yeah, yeah. that's long. like Troy looking through the blinds with the beverage is the most funny thing. <laughs> it's happened in multiple cases. Yeah, yeah it's I've, happened many I've times. heard stories about <laughs> Troy looking through the blinds with the beverage. That's, that's when I wore a body mic so I could really explore the space. <laughs> 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 uh, my favorite moment was that Troy insisted on the body mic so he could move around and then one day the body mic broke and he had to use uh, he had to use a wired mic yeah. and then literally the next day he was like I sound so much better yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he never went back he never went yeah. back never uh, went back uh, I do miss playing on Maps and Ponds but anywho that would be awesome uh, you guys are in the grinder yeah. The grinder. That's what we call subs back home in Massachusetts. That's grinders. Let's, let's get wrong. a couple grinders. What do you call them? Heroes. Subs. You call them subs? Some heroes, people call heroes. Heroes. Where I'm from. Francis Hero. What Hoagies. Hoagie That's from Philly. Wrong too. Skip, what do you call them? Uh, Subway sandwiches. Subway yeah. sandwiches. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Colorado is way a too long. godless yeah. place. Yeah. That's right. Well, they <laughs> more, godless we have more time out west. <laughs> yeah. We have more time. Oh, my God. Subway sandwich. The days are longer. Wait, so all subs become Subway sandwiches yeah, for you? Yeah, but that was before... Can I please have an Italian Subway sandwich? <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. Your buddy? Oh, no, not Subway. Submarine. Okay. I, oh, I'm yeah. so conditioned oh, by the marketing. I would say Submarine Yeah, Submarine well. sandwiches. That's yeah. ridiculous. They're I, grinders. I, They're hoagies. In my mind. They're heroes. In my mind. That's what we sound like in Dallas. <laughs> They're heroes. My dad says heroes. He's from uh, he's from Brooklyn, so I don't know where he got that, but I don't know. Um, your dad sounds like he stole someone's identity. Yes. Your dad's... Your dad's in the witness protection program. I'm sorry to break it. Does nobody else say hoagie in the country? No, that's wrong. That is such a word. I've heard of hoagie. Yeah, hoagie is like there are maps for this kind of hoagies, man. Hoagies, man. Gotta, yeah, Cub Scouts, hoagie sale. Grinders. <laughs> Anyways. I'm, I'm still just laughing at the idea that, that Subway has become the Kleenex of sub sandwiches. I know, <laughs> I know. Hey, give me that Subway sandwich. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Well, you're in the grinder. Yes. The grinder. Uh, sorry, submarine. And you're in the submarine. You're in the hoagie. You guys are in the middle of the hero. Uh, and yeah, if this fire giant level was called the hoagie, it wouldn't have the same level. The same, yeah. Anyways, so, but we are. We're a group of heroes. Inside the grinder. This is off the rails. <laughs> All right, come on. Maybe grind. we should play. Pat I'm less play. sad about this ending now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the idea. There we go. That's in a compliment. We, we got him to where we needed him. Oh God. <laughs> You come into the grinder, and there are those two fire giant guards just chilling there. Things don't seem right. Of course, they're setting you up. Word has reached the grinder level that uh, there are trespassers, and so the setup was. Boom! These gigantic warhounds come out, start breath weaponing the fuck out of you guys, uh, while other fire giants join the fray. Could have got really, yeah. really ugly, but forty plus points of damage to yeah. Dalgrith from round one. Those breath weapons were were no joke, but they they weren't able to get them off a second time uh, before you guys evidently, you know, uh, not evidently, but uh, eventually made short work of them. So then you continue moving forward, and there is, like all these tunnels, a split. One is, looks like it's going to the left, and one is going to the right. So you start going to the left, and it splits again. And so you go one way, and it just keeps going on and on and on and on, and, and eventually ends. And you're like, this might be a good place to rest. Although if the camp's on high alert, they, this might be one of the first places they look. You don't know. Anyways, let's keep moving. So then one of you stealths up ahead, and you see a room that looks like it's full of more of these dogs. You can't really uh, figure we out. We heard it. Yeah, you heard it. And, and hellhounds, though, hell, really. Hell dogs hounds. undersells it. Yeah, hellhounds. But you can't stay there 
long enough because you get the sense that they could sniff you out. I think it was Metra Invisible. Yeah, I think she yeah. Sneaked, up sneaked up there. So you're like, yeah. all right, wait, should we do No, let's just keep looking. So you keep moving along, and then you come to this room with, I, I believe I described it, it looked like a high school set of uh, castle walls. Um and there are dead orcs lined up all along these walls as if they were being used for target practice. And sure enough, there is a uh, fire giant lieutenant up on a platform uh, directing uh, a fire giant and a frost giant in the back of the room on another platform to, uh, to toss rocks at these castle walls. They're practicing how to bring down ramparts. You guys go use your go-to move. Or is that what they're doing? I mean, it's pretty, gotcha. pretty obvious that's what they're doing. I thought they were building a set for a high school production well, of Once Upon a Mattress. Uh, spoiler alert. Once Upon... Oh, wow. Yeah. What a callback. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys use your, uh, your teleport move, and you're able to kill the fire giant, but not before he says, continue with the plan. It was very theatrical. Continue with the plan. <laughs> What is this community theater? <laughs> I'm not sure how he got that free action after he was unconscious and dying, but that's he was that, that's what he was nitpicking. Dying. Very theatrical. <laughs> uh, and now I die. I die. Thus I die. Thus I die. Oh, uh, I am slain. Ed, <laughs> yeah. Ed, Ed too, Baron. Wasn't that Polonius? <laughs> that's Polonius. Yes. Uh, all right, I, I have here written right on the map uh, round one. Baron just took one shot. That's all it needed. That's all, That's all it he took. needed. That guy goes down. Baron, uh, you still have some more actions. Let's just <laughs> see. I got really? out 80 feet of range. <laughs> I'm going to spend a grit point to use a dead eye to resolve against touch AC at a minus two to my overall shot. How's that sound? Uh, wow. I don't like it, but. Uh, I don't that like it. That is the it. rule. I don't like it. That is the rule of the game. And again, I believe um, someone correct me on this. If he was 85 feet out of my range, I would have to spend two grip points on this. It's for ah. every range increment outside. So that's one range increment with the gun. Let's see what happens. Misfire! <laughs> Mother pus outside bucket. Outside of the box. Keep it in the box, dude. Misfire. Oh! You want to know what's worse? You roll a natural 20 out of the box. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Matthew, though? It, it doesn't... Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, he, he looks out to me. He recently got a big blue die when I had my big red die. He's just copying me all the time. So I just got to tell him, son... When it rolls out of the box, it doesn't matter. That's a big old misfire there, Grant. So uh, we're gonna call. We're gonna call it a turn. <laughs> yeah, I've I've already consumed based off of shooting more than once. Yeah. Uh, my move action, so I can't quick clear. Uh, I could fire again at huge risk myself. But right now, we have the tactical advantage with the darkness sphere around us. Baron's turn will be over, and he's gonna look over at Metra and say, "If you can get us over there, we gotta stop them from moving in." End of turn. So bullet just came flying out of this darkness. It's not deeper darkness, so you guys are still able to see uh, in black and white in that area, yes? Yeah. But everything else beyond that is in uh, low light. It's Thune's turn. Uh, Thune, lead the charge, Thune! Thune is like, hmm, perhaps we should go around the darkness. If we get below this landing here, they may not be able to see us. And so Thune is going to double move down behind this platform because his thinking is you guys were up, and if you go down and back, then maybe you can draw them in. So that's that's what Thune is thinking at hmm. least. He's kind of okay. going. He's okay. kind of going a little rogue. <laughs> that's a, that's no, a they might yeah. enter that area and then you could. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. it makes them have to come uh, to you guys. It Boy, is, he's a traitor. Uh, it is Metra's turn. 
Well, Baron just gave uh, me a directive. Oh. oh boy! Was it a prime directive? It was not. Hmm. But uh, I will. Uh, let's see. How can we do this so we can make it work? Make it work to our advantage. Well, don't interfere with his intent. If it's a prime. Did they ever follow the prime directive? <laughs> they never once? did. They never did. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I, I feel like every, every time prime it's directive episode is a dramatic breaking of the prime yeah, directive. The prime directive is just simply not to interfere with other racist planets, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ever, never. If yeah. if the prime directive came up, they were breaking the prime That's directive. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to dimension Doris over to those. <laughs> nice. Giants. Yeah. Get oh, Thune really made a bad call. Yeah, it, uh, I would have been able to get him if he had just listened to Baron. All right, so you're going to Dimension Door the whole team. Yep. Except Sans Thune. Sans Thune. Sans Thune. Uh, and the darkness? Sans Thune. The darkness comes with me because I'm still holding it. It's just rock. holding Oh, rock. nice. Uh, waiter, I'd like my Carpaccio Sans So <laughs> I would like to... What's safest here? Let's, let's uh, appear right in front of the fire giant. Don't be moving your... Uh, well, behind them. We want to... Cut off their escape. Yeah, cut off their escape. All right, we can do that. So we'll go after the frost giant first. Yeah. Right, can you move everybody? Uh, let's see. No, can I just touch all of us? You can't. Uh, yes, I can. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, can you physically move it or do you need me to? Oh, no, no I you would it. need. Okay. Oh, I got him. I'm interested to see this configuration you're thinking. I'm just there, leaving chief. it the way we are. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and the darkness stays on you. Because I'm holding So the, the fire giant nice. is not in the darkness. However, the frost giant is. How and terrifying that would oh, be. Just <laughs> this, yeah. this, cl- this cloud of darkness you see in the distance, and then it vanishes. It's suddenly behind you, and you just see the, yeah. the corpse of your yeah, lieutenant. Like, your, yeah. your leader is dead, and then all of a sudden you're plunged and so great. And it's still round one. They haven't even gone yet. Uh, and then I will use the quicken meta magic yeah, why not? rod to do a magic missile. Yes! Nice. The frost giant. Nice. Now, it, I can't take an attack of opportunity. Oh, no, I haven't even gone yet. I was going to say it's darkness. I can't see shit. I have low light vision, but that's not going to help you. It's yeah. a 50% mischance for all physical attacks here. Uh huh. Uh huh. If you know where we are. Right. Uh, so that is going to be. Start swinging. 5d4. Let's do a little dice action, dice roller action. Remember when you used to roll physical dice? Yeah. Back in the day, Matthew. I missed that time. Matthew is upgraded. 21 points of damage. Ooh, that's nice. a good one. Yeah, that's good. It's all, all threes and fours. That's, that's great. Good. Wow. That's a magic missile for you, folks. Ma- that's magic missile. And it is. Wait, did you. Oh, wow. Jimmer's turn. 5d4 plus 5. Jimmer is standing kind of right behind Dalgreath, uh, five feet away from this frost giant, still within its reach, but he's going to take a five-foot step okay. uh, to yep. get adjacent to it. Oh, God. And he's going to unleash Hades <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> attempt to, at least. Oh, Wow. Uh, let's see. Natural 17. Uh, that is a natural 17. Yeah! <laughs> I don't have enough crits anymore for you. I was rolling so bad. Stop we were playing it. earlier today. I was rolling so yeah. bad. Uh, right, natural one on the, on the confirm, so not a, not a crit. All right. Um, um, so uh, roll of damage. All right. So, oh, wait. You know what? Forget I said that. <laughs> oh, no. You're uh, going to do it? I am going to do... I'm going to use my second instance of a reliable strike. Yes. Okay, to re-roll my critical hit confirmation. <sighs> wow. Uh, okay. So that is a natural five. Um, but that's 28. Plus, I get plus four because of my critical focus. So that's 32 on the confirm. That is a confirmed... All right. Hit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, you got it. You got it. 
Wow. All right, this is Andrew in Long Island. Hey, Andrew in Long Island, oh, yeah. New York. Long Island? What do you call those sandwiches? Uh, <laughs> probably heroes. Uh, probably heroes. Uh, this, this one is called Never Mess with a Chalaxian When Death is on the Line. Never mess with a Chalaxian. Never. <laughs> death is on the line. Here it is. A devil's power flows oh. through you. Oh, oh If yeah. only for a moment. You strike your target with such force that its very life essence feels to have been struck. Target suffers normal damage. In addition, the target suffers 1d3 con damage as your wow. attack hits the target's soul and the devil, devil claims its due. No save. I think this is Terminus Est. I think this is the sword itself functioning this way. <laughs> so it's just normal damage, but 1d3 con. Wow. Great to get two out of wow. three on that. Uh, all right, so that is for, da- for normal damage. So that's 30 points of physical damage. Okay. And two points of con damage. Can I just nice. say? Nice. Yeah. I think that, that is huge. I think that is a very well-balanced fan crit. I think that's yeah. beautiful. No save, but it's only one but it's three. All, but it's not yeah, double it's normal damage. damage. Exactly. Like, I think, great job. Yeah. Long Island Zone. So, but you also lose how many hit points from that? Uh, what, they probably have 9 HD, 10 HD. Uh, Frost Giants? So it depends on the bonus. I just yeah. put so it So you'd lose another and, uh, nine hit points and nine max, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it ends up being another 14 hit points. Oh, oh, holy shit. <laughs> awesome. That is great. Uh, nice. Gross. Uh, um, yeah, keep going. And for my second attack. <laughs> and for my next uh, trick. I'm going to roll. All right, that is a natty 13. So that is a 31 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that, that is 28 points of damage. Yep. Third attack. <laughs> the middle of the first round. Natty 19, critical threat. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> oh my god. How does it feel, Troy? It's so ridiculous. How does this Amazing. feel? It hurts. It hurts. Uh, so excited right, so about bringing a frost giant back. I think that's probably. Oh, wait. Oh, that's. Uh, that's 24. That's confirmed, correct. All right. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, my <laughs> keep God. Keep my critical focus. What is this one? Man, we are really... Here we go. Tanya in Portland. Hi, Tanya. Do you have a pet cat? Hi. Uh, As you hit your target, you come close <laughs> enough that something about you triggers an allergic reaction in your target. <laughs> Double damage, and the target succumbs to a sneeze attack, causing it to lose its dex, dex bonus to AC for 1d4 rounds. Oh, Fortitude my negates. God. Well, that, but they don't have a dex bonus AC. Yeah, basically Probably. they don't. Yeah, so it's not really going to uh, affect. But it's double damage. Yeah. Which is amazing. Uh, so that is 55 points of damage. That is a dead frost. Yeah! <laughs> It sneezes itself to death. One last bloody sneeze as it falls to death. <laughs> <laughs> rocks come out. Yeah. Tanya and Andrew. God. The lieutenant got up a couple words. The frost giant only gets a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. It is Dalgrith's turn. Terminus S. My giants go last. Uh, Dalgrith is going to delay. I'm going to stay in the darkness here and see see what we do next. Okay. Do uh, what your fire giant does. Okay, um, the fire giant. <laughs> and I'll reiterate, for your fire giant, that fallen comrade, by the rules in the book, is difficult terrain. Wait, yes, he's not. Those are the rules in the book. <laughs> yes, I thought we discovered fallen, those weren't. The no, rules. those are those are absolutely the rules. Okay. Uh, well, he's not going that way. He is actually going to run four times his speed towards Thune. Can he see oh. Thune? Uh, he's not 
He's behind the thing. Yeah, I mean, he's just running in that direction, oh, basically. Okay. Uh, so he is going to once he turn gets past where that uh, where that ramp was, or, or what I say, raised area where you killed the lieutenant. Uh, he sees Thune, and no, uh, that's and his whole turn, though. Yeah, that's his entire turn. Um, he saw him over the ledge. No, he he saw him when he got past. Oh, the ledge. yeah, he runs. He has to run in a straight line. Just be aware. Yeah, that's what I make sure, make sure I'm doing it correctly. He was there. All right, so he's going to run all the way. Yeah, I'm going to have to run past Thune up to this uh, rampart here of this southern wall. Uh, he's trying yeah. to make us spend some spells. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the fire giant's action. And believe it or not, we actually made it to round two. Uh, unless Dalgrith wants to take an action. No, he's so far away now. I don't know what to do. Unless Metra know, <sighs> makes me fly or something. I don't really see what I can do. I'm like uh, 140 feet from him. Yeah. Uh, okay, Baron, new round. Uh, Baron is going to spend a move action and a grit point to clear his weapon. <laughs> Uh, you know what? He can't do anything this turn, so he's not going to spend the grip point. He's just going to use a standard action to do it, and he's going to move uh, still within Metra's grasp, but just a little bit closer. Okay. Um, and he'll do a quick, uh, let's just say quick um, perception. Hang on. If you move there, I can't bring all of us back with his Metra. I will stay where I am. <laughs> uh, and that's his turn, I think. Yep, that's it. All right, Thune is toe to toe with this giant come, now. Come back, Thune! Thune! Come back, Thune! Perhaps. <laughs> hey! Don't sacrifice yourself unnecessarily! Perhaps I can do some damage. Oh, boy. Oh, oh no. Oh, Thune charges at the what? giant. What? Uh, with the great sword. Are you playing with his best interests in mind? Natural no. three. Oh, no. And Thune uh, just ends his turn right next to the fire giant. Oh, my God. Thune has always been that way. That's the way Thune is. It is Metra's turn. That's the way you play Thune. You see that stupid little smirk he has on him? Could have just run. He's like, (laughs) I know this is unbelievable, but that's how he's always been. That's how Thune has always been. He's brave, and he always comes out on top. He could have also run four (laughs) times his speed. Thune's no coward. Uh, Metro, what do you want to do? I'm going to Dimension Doris back. So okay, you're all over the place. Yeah. All I'll, right, where? I'll, I'll put us there. Hang on. <laughs> you, have, you have to take a five-foot step first, right? Or, I do have to take a five-foot step, yeah. so I'll move myself in a minute. Mm-mm-mm. So do you have a limited amount of feet per day? Is that how it works, or is it no, just spells? It's spell. per day. Okay. You use up a fourth-level spell every time we do this. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, it's worth it, though. That's um, for sure worth it. Yeah, that's probably the best. Well, is this is this a rock pile next to him, Troy? Um, yes, that's difficult terrain there. Okay. So we won't do that. I'm going to move us right... On the other? Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Nice. Good. And then, uh, So we, we appear right behind him... Uh, and Almost. there's still darkness again. And then darkness comes with us, so yeah. suddenly we're plunged into darkness. And and Baron oh, says, I'm, I'm here. Boo. Uh, all right, so you move right behind and plunge the entire area, including Thune, in darkness. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, Dalgrith will go now. Okay. Um, uh... He's going to click his heels together and get a bit of... Actually, no, yeah. he's not. Uh, no? He's oh. going to use his expeditious... Grand start uh, applauding. Uh, stop. Yeah, because all I was using it for is the movement speed, but I have my um, 
my expeditious armor. So I'll, I'll That's use like when a band one plays use, the first chord to your favorite song, and then changes stops. their mind. <laughs> use one yeah, use free bird! Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use one use of it to get around the creature. Now, I don't think that uh, he provokes because he can't see him, right? Uh, yeah, if that's darkness, uh, I'm... That's total darkness. I, he has concealment. I, th- I know cover you can't provoke, so I don't know. Um, that's up to you. I, you. You tell me. If you, yeah, if you have total concealment, no awareness you can't provoke. There. I think if you... I know cover you can't provoke. I'm not sure if that's in no, the no, attacks I'm, for concealment. I'm, almost, I'm 90% sure that if you have total concealment, you cannot provoke attacks of opportunity. I mean, it makes sense. He's plunged into darkness, but... yeah. Either way, I have to use that extra movement to get around and get flanking with Jimma. Regular concealment doesn't prevent an attack of opportunity. Total concealment does. Yeah. Um, so you're good. Am I? Are you? But this is regular concealment. What's the difference between regular concealment and total? It's 20% mischance this is as opposed a, to 50. This is total. This is oh, total. Oh, oh, then this is total. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. This is uh, first edition, son. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm very mixed up in the head. Uh, all right, great. So I'm going to get into position and then try to stab him with the advantage of, uh, of flanking. Come okay. on, Joe. Uh, yeah. There you go, baby. Yeah. That, is, you go. that is a hit. Natty 17. Nice. Okay. And uh, he... <laughs> Sneak attack. Sneak attack. And living uh, is easy. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sneak is attack. Uh, 28 points of damage. I apologize to the Gershwin. Three ones and three twos. Uh, 28 points of damage. So that, that's his round. Okay. Now, did you walk through his space? No, I went around. around. Him. Okay. That's why I used my expeditious yeah. armor for the extra movement speed. Wow. Okay. It is now... And now he's locked off from moving. He's surrounded on all sides. Right. Thune, Dalgrith, rocks, Jimmer. Mm. <laughs> well, he could probably just Who's rocks? step right over Dalgrith. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is Jimmer's turn now. All right. I am going at Jimmer. <laughs> bloody sword raised over his head. <laughs> God, stealing uh, souls. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so that's uh, 34 on the first attack. Ooh, max damage. Uh, 32 points of damage. Okay. <laughs> Second attack. It, oh, that's tough. That's a natty three. That's 21 to hit. That's a miss. Okay. Uh, you haven't a fumbled. rare miss. Has uh, Jimmer fumbled? Oh, you did fumble in the shit pit. I did. Oh, yeah, I totally yeah. did. Do another one. Uh, and I didn't fumble, but that's uh, that's an 18. That's another miss. Whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. Shitty round from uh, Jimmer. I, Was that all with flanking? <laughs> I think he lied about that so we wouldn't complain uh, yeah. about any Oh, I didn't include flank. Flanking, but uh, so what was this, like 23. Yeah, 20. Uh, still a miss. Still okay. a miss. Yeah, so I'm, I'm um, Okay, a rare uh, opportunity here. Let me just You get see. to go, Troy. Thune does have dark vision. Um, okay, uh, Dalgrith and Thune can see him. He can't see Dalgrith and Thune. I want to get up to that platform. Uh, Does he right. have a flaming sword, or is that just the palm you're using? Uh, no, it's a great sword. Um, that's just the... But it's yeah. not on fire. It's not on fire. It looks real cool, though, in the minute. It does look really cool. It would cool be on fire if I ever got to roll it uh, <laughs> to hit, but uh, <laughs> I don't. All right, he's going to... Uh, fuck, I'm going to full withdraw down towards the corner, which will provoke from Thune and Dalgrith. Um, okay. Are you saying you don't have to roll to get through Thune Square? Uh, Because he's so big. I mean, I get it, but like... 
think you might have to roll to, uh, to move through an enemy's space. You can't just move through an enemy's well, space. Well, there was a little opening between Thune and, and Dalgrith. But it's five feet wide, you know. He's only ten feet wide. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. I would say if you guys were right next to each oh, other, then on. I would, but as long as there's space, I'm going to squeeze through. Also, you're like 15 feet tall, right? Yeah, I could just yeah. step right over Thune. I hit him. Nice. I hit him on the AOO. Let me roll uh, Thune while you're rolling damage. Oh, I think Thune might hit oh. Thune hit him, too, with that plus one greatsword. Nice. So Thune. God damn. So Thune. Went 27. 27 points of damage? Yeah. Okay. And These are very, very low rolls. Yeah, that's yeah, not That's, that's three in a row. 6 plus 4. Yeah, you were like two threes, or two threes, one, a bunch two, of three, ones. Four ones. Oh, Thune, max damage. Yeah, Thune. I rolled 2d6. I rolled two sixes. Uh, so 20 points of damage. Nice. Thune. You know, it, this goes to show you the way I'm playing Thune. He's still alive. <laughs> yeah, but you're also <laughs> playing the fire giant who ran away from him, so. The guy's hitting everything. <laughs> he, he is he a beast. He can't die. Uh, all right, so the fire giant gets as far as, like, the ledge leading up to where that first lieutenant oh, something's died. Something's happening here again. Uh, yeah, he yeah. still hasn't seen us once. That's right. Yeah, he's just running out of the dark. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Uh, Terrifying. Shit, that's, that's the beginning of a new round. It's Baron's turn. Oh, Baron's Baron. going to take a five-foot step with his quick cleared weapon and let me just double check for everyone playing this game that can see our screens oh yep that's 40 feet away that's within the first range of let's get that rapid shot on take him out let me just turn it on to make sure my uh, pluses are correct here we go first attack uh, that's oh, yeah. a hit with an 11 on the die for a 27 against Tiach. Okay. Why do you roll that damage with the I'm 20? going to. It's just it's <laughs> early. It's it's early. You didn't have your dice out All of the right. box. Dun, dun, uh, <laughs> 29 points of damage on the first attack. Okay. Um, he's still alive. Just one second here. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think I've ever you seen look this like you're thinking about quitting he, GM. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Chicago Police Department detective in a film set in the 1980s that needs an Alka Seltzer and an Advil yeah. after a long night. It's of like drinking. a like a Pepto Bismol with a shot of bourbon. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, he has this pained look on his face. <laughs> like he doesn't uh, want to be here. Uh, all right. I just want to see something. <laughs> That's Speaking so is a free action you can perform even when it's not your turn. Kowalski, give me a Pepto Bismol. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. So uh, as, after that first bullet hits him, you see him just like stagger against the back wall, and he just yells out in giant, "Do it!" And now it's your turn again. All right, so I, I, something's coming over this wow, wall, dude. Yeah, so, so, hard. so again, with a move action, well, it's probably like a third of a second. But he said that in. That's, yeah. Wow. All right. Next stack is a hit. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh. I love seeing the GCP logo on our new GCP dice. That's 33 points of damage <laughs> on the next attack. Fire Giant Fall. Yes! Yes! yes. Okay. Oh. The combat is over. We are out of combat rounds. <laughs> Let me get the music uh, off here. What happened? After he falls... Um, are we going to go in rounds? We yeah, go? we're still in rounds here. Can I roll perception? Uh, Matthew, it's relax. Yeah. What happens is <laughs> at the top of the wall, oh, no. you see a half-orc rise up, and it's Drummond. He's battered, <gasps> beaten <gasps> with an inch of his life. Oh, no. Covered in blood and open wounds, and he's just standing atop 
the barricade and you can see that he can like he's not even like like uh, fully conscious and he just looks down at you and says I'm sorry <gasps> and all of a sudden the wall collapses oh, oh no on Thune and Dalgriff oh no oh, no not number one fan favorite Thune <sighs> number one fan favorite Thune Dalgriff's fine and number seven fan favorite Dalgriff <laughs> Both of you wrote <laughs> <laughs> It took him a long time to get that joke. Number one in my heart, man. Uh, roll a reflex save. Actually, Jimmer's probably number one. He's, he's a close second. Uh, roll a reflex save? Yeah. All right. Last, last uh, time I transported you anywhere. Talk about a bottle cap need. We're talking about a bottle cap? We're talking about needing a bottle cap. Do you have for a terrible reflex? Do you have, no, I just I feel like, you know. This and is you've one got evasion. It would be easy if I just... Joe, didn't this, have to roll. This is one of the few. No, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm the, saying if I had one a, of the few times, I'd say you're fine. Okay, you're always the one. That's I'm just it. worried. You know what I'm worried about because I've just been really reading deep into it is uh, burial. Burial rules. Uh, They're uh, very, very scary. I think Come on, Dalgrith, right. you got this. Good. Bu- oh fuck. <laughs> Fucking! This is why a bottle cap. Uh, I offered. He offered a bottle. Cap. I literally. No, I know. One. I know. But uh, tw- uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one, eh? Twenty-one. You said twenty-one. Well, Thune passed. <laughs> uh, and you passed as well. All right. Oh okay. However, <sighs> you still get buried in rubble. Yeah. Burial rules. Are let's uh, fucked up. Let's take. Uh, let's take the half damage here. Uh, Drummond, by the way, you see that as the wall collapses, he falls over as yeah. well into the rubble and gets buried. Drummond, uh, no! You each take 15 points of damage or evasion. You take none. Right. Yes. Um, however, you are buried in the rubble. Oh, you guys know about uh, burial rules? Joe does. I know about it in second edition. Um, but it's, oh. I know from first edition <laughs> that it's rough, too. Uh, yeah, cave-ins and collapses are not, uh, they're not fun. No, it's 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 scary. Do you remember we did a little bit of this when you guys fought those uh, ice frogs? frogs. Yeah, yeah. ice frogs. Oh wow! Oh That's right. right, on the way up way to Skiergard. Yeah. yeah, totally. That was, they were that was a tough fight too. That was very, that was really tough. Yeah, that was right on the way to Skiergard. Yeah. right before we got. So there. you're in the berry zone, and you took your uh, your half damage for making the the reflex reflex save. Um, he took no damage. Yes, you, none of you are unconscious, so you don't have to start making constitution checks. Um, characters who aren't buried can dig out their friends. So basically, uh, this fire giant was trying to pull you all down there to the area of the collapse. Yeah. And only Thune and Dalgriff got in there. That's why I was hoping, Metro, you were going to like try and block off the exit. Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking about him doing that. Yeah. I was about to suggest it. Because I could have caught all of you Because if we're there. all buried, that's a serious right. problem. But uh, in this case where, uh, uh, you know, you guys will take 1d6 points of non-lethal damage per minute while buried, but like Jimmer himself could dig you yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, I, we're also very high level yeah. now. So. Thune will take his damage. Um, however, as you're digging and digging and digging, you find Drummond and he is dead. Oh, so who, wait, do we, is, do we see... So we're bypassing who, the burial thing and yeah, saying yeah. we got out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in this case, we're only... We're three of you are still available to dig it out. It's not going to be a much of a problem. And we don't see, like, the person who did the thing that dropped the wall? Or it like, was Drummond. Oh, he... That's why he said, I'm Yeah, sorry. he said he's sorry. He set off the collapse. Oh. So strange. Like, um, like, by standing on it, or did he, like, pull a thing that did... Like, did he manipulate something? He manipulated something, yeah. He manipulated our hearts. I'm he sorry. <laughs> I thought he was sorry for like not being able to like beat them. 
or like well, he's probably caught. sorry for a lot of things but now he's dead um, because of your shitty shitty plan when you put the orcs in those two rooms and you realize now that all those orcs on the wall were the other orcs in oh, that room geez. well at least they went to got to go out in one of their favorite productions it was a lovely play <laughs> and they had their parts which was I'm being smashed shy. against the wall <laughs> <laughs> pretty twisted dude yeah, what the same musical theater about someone di- being dead? Yeah, you think it was Camelot? We we said once by mattress. Oh, could right. also be. Camelot. I was thinking Camelot. That's could also be Camelot. Thinking. Drummond is dead. I know. <laughs> a lot of people die in Camelot too. Yeah, God. Richard Harris is dead. He was in Camelot. Aww. He actually survives. Well, Aww. yeah, Richard Harris. Music Did you hear together. this? I just heard a story that Shut Jared up, Harris Matthew. told <laughs> about Richard Harris staying in the Savoy Hotel. I'll play it for you later. Okay, sounds like a real gem. <laughs> I love, love Richard Harris stories. I want to hear this story. Skid loves the Harris family. And the whole Get, Harris family. Get a room. The theme of this a episode. A room where Drummond won't die. <laughs> in between the Green Day lyrics and uh, us defeating you handily in battle and then Matthew's terrible Broadway musical story has been about making that you feel better. Story. What was it? It was just a story about Richard Harris. Oh, Richard Harris story. Whatever. That's how much little I care about it either. But it's all about wanting you to feel better about this game ending. Well, I just feel like Drummond just died and obviously he he he, he tried to hurt you because he was beaten into submission to having to do it. But he died in it. And you don't even care because you're talking about Jared Harris. Of course we don't care. He's a filthy orc. You no. don't care, Dalgrith. Let us grieve in our own ways. You can't trust him. You had a moment with Drummond Why back. I know, Dalgrith, and I thought I could trust him, but look what he did. He tried to kill me. He killed. They killed all the other orcs, and did, they left him no choice. Do we notice Thune having any reaction to seeing Drummond die after spending time with him among the mushrooms? <laughs> among the mushrooms. <laughs> among the mushrooms. That's, that's <laughs> really <laughs> biography. That's a beautiful story. Uh, Thune just kind of walks over to his body. Hmm. Hmm. What a shame. Many more will die before all this is over. I believe it is their plan to enslave all the orcs from the holds of Belkson. Drummond. Mm. There are many Drummonds out there. You said that you wanted to observe power. You said you came here in the pursuit of the gain of knowledge of said power. What have you learned thus far going further than you ever have before with us? So far, I have learned that the power I sought, I have found in you for. (laughs) Well, I'd like to thank you again for all your help so far. I'm a little concerned about you charging headlong into battle. I know that one time I told you myself to go in there, but... I saw you step up to that fire giant like you could have taken him, and I don't think you could have, and you know that in your heart. Hmm. There was a time when I came here that I doubted my decisions when they tortured me, kept me at the brink of life, realizing that I was stronger than the other orcs. I thought about giving up or just dying. But then I found you. So now I find it wise to go against all of my natural instincts. I'll tell you one thing. I was in another place, another another hellhole pit 
where no one should ever have had to walk into, and I found someone else chained up once, and I let that person out of their own cage and gave them back their freedom, and they followed behind me, and they're dead now, and I don't want that to happen to anyone else, Thune. So be careful. Use your wits. Be stealthy. I can't see someone else die following in my footsteps. All right, Sheriff Thune. I mean, you should still attack, but... Just with discretion. This is Just all, delay every action. This is all very edifying, but I think we should get a move on. We should cut them down. We've got to hustle. We should cut them down. I don't know. I don't know. They're already dead. I'm... If I were to use... Uh, a low-level magic spell. Are they like really securely fastened in there, or are they just hanging there dead? Like if I were to use like an um, no, they're an like, acid splash to kind of eat through the chain. Uh, they're most of them have been like obliterated. Um, some of them are, are ha- like pieces of them are hanging on the wall. Like these giants were just straight up throwing rocks and crushing oh, them, making a game out of it. A punishment <sighs> yeah, for being uh, caught trying to run away. Metro, I don't think we should spend time on this. I think we should go. Well, let's check the bodies on the way out, at least, Jimmer. Anything unusual on the yeah. Giants? Check the lieutenant. See if he's got anything on him. Um, so, it's it's business as usual um, on the, the Fire Giant, and uh, it's been a while since you've searched a Frost Giant, but nothing uh, different on him. He's got the, the large-size great axe, the large-size chain shirt, um, no magical gear. However, when you check the lieutenant, you find something uh, strange on his person that you don't recognize. What? It looks like a some sort of rod. What? A rod, you say? A rod? Yes. Oh, man. You checked his front pocket. <laughs> it's Is that a rod? Rod dick. Is that a <laughs> Really had to hammer that home, huh? That's there's fine. there's li- literally no shelf too low for you, is there? Well, I said rod, and you guys started giggling. Yeah, that, was, that was the joke. No, the joke's when I said rod dick. Oh, Jesus. I was wondering. I was going to say, is there a rod in his pocket? Or is he... Then you just said hard dick, and then yes. it just, it's ruined everything else. Well, let's let's just pull that out and flip it out. I think it. he said haddock with a regional accent. <laughs> he was talking about it's a haddock. Cod. Yeah, a haddock grinder. Can anyone identify? Take a bite of my haddock grinder. <laughs> I'll roll a Can spell check. Identify this You're gonna thing. Roll a stealth check. <laughs> a spellcraft check. Say, we're roll a stealth check. Uh, Still 20. warm. Jesus. Twenty-two. Mm. <laughs> Twenty-two. <laughs> I rolled eight. So gross. Uh, not after the fact. No. <laughs> Well, I ate. 220-something episodes. Uh, I didn't like Matthew's role. I mean, uh, it is known Always as, looking for an advantage. Say, you've never seen this before, but evidently you've read about it. It's called a rod of mortared walls. What? This carved stone rod is capped with a flat metal trowel blade. The rod can be used three times per day in any combination of the following abilities. The blade end can produce enough mortar each day to hold together a brick or stone wall 10 feet long, 10 feet high, and 1 foot thick, which takes approximately 8 hours of work. The rod doesn't create the other building materials such as bricks or stone. The mortar 
fully cures after eight hours. Wow. The blade produces mortar as needed as part of normal use instead of all at once. So it's not like <laughs> it shoots out all the bricks. It's like as you go. Yeah, you have to get like oh God, oh 80 God. guys oh with 80 bricks. Are you ready? I mean, the, the, ready, everybody go! It's like a fire hose. <laughs> uh, if the command word is spoken and the butt end is pointed at a piece of rock or stone weighing up to a thousand pounds the wielder can move that stone vertically as if using levitate and can move the levitating stone horizontally five feet as a move action each such use of the rod lasts up to ten minutes and the wielder can divide the duration among multiple stones but can only move one stone at a time this, this is how the pyramids were built yes. this thing right here finally if the second command word is spoken the wielder can draw a line on the ground with the trowel blade, and over the course of the next ten rounds, the line grows a wall of stone at a rate of one foot per round. The wall is masonry instead of natural stone. It grows to a maximum of ten feet high and ten feet long, and merges with the existing masonry or creates a smooth seam against natural stone or a wooden frame such as a doorway. Mm. This ability functions only if the floor is stone. Wow. An odd tool in your hands, but maybe you'll find it. Well, that last one is, that's where it gets Yeah, yeah. sealing. Yeah. That's like, and we were just talking about aliens, just like sealing the door, like with the welder. That's like exactly. using. Yeah. What are you going to do? Do it fast. What are you going to do? Do it fast. Uh, but now you realize how, what they've been doing here. It's obviously they are, they're building yeah. and rebuilding these walls for training. Yeah. They're sticking out the butt end. <laughs> quick, quick, build him! <laughs> oh god, oh god, I can't make a stop. Well, <laughs> can't stop once I start. No, 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 dings! <laughs> the levitation property, though, could help us with the cave-in that we already caused earlier if we had to run that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, have, I mean, it's only I at one stone at a oh, time. Oh, one stone at a yeah. time. I can uh, think of a really interesting use for it. You mind if I take it? Go for it. Yeah. Rod of masonry, right? Rod Mason. You just can't. Rod, rod of mortared walls. Mortared walls. Yeah. You, you just can't let yeah. the Teamsters know that we have this, or else they're all oh, no. be out of jobs. They would, they'll be all yeah. over us. Um, no, I think I better take it. I have much more clever spell ideas than you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dalgrith will he'll pocket it. All right, so I have in my notes that Dalgrith has the rod. <laughs> Perfect. Wrong. Okay. R- wrong. <laughs> wrong. In well, trust. I uh, yeah again like Jimmer's just like we gotta get going. We got. I don't feel we made a bunch. We of gotta rock and roll. I'm a little hurt. Do you want to seal off? Why don't you stop go? bitching? Oh, right. <laughs> um, actually, that's not a bad idea. Do you want to seal off the entrance here? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, what's behind the uses it, per day it. on that Johnski? Three, right? I just read it. The, the third part, like the wall, is it like you can only do that once per day? Uh, or can you do that thing three you can times? Use, the rock can be used three times per day in any combination okay. of the following. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we, we could do it where we entered, or we could do it as we leave yeah. towards oh. the north. Let's do it as we leave. Yeah. That way they as can see. They can see. Yeah. That we killed all these orcs yeah. and these giants. Thus, thus always to giants. <laughs> Don't forget that we'll also... You could edge uh, that into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, if we have to run out of here. Romans go home. Yeah, Romans go home. <laughs> Just be aware, we're Roman cutting off our own exit. exit. But we do have teleport, do right? Teleport, yeah. um, all right, so then the goal is to continue north. Correct. Yes. Okay. And we shall seal off the northern ex- ex- exit. All right, once so we go through as it. you're leaving, 
No, no, not, 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 not too much mortar. Too much mortar. <laughs> not that ability. Why? <laughs> Literally, you got to make like four poop there's, sounds already. Uh, there's, there's you guys, fifth, right. Could you? You guys also have to understand that it is partially a visual joke, like the cross-eyed, <laughs> yeah. silly face that Troy makes when he's firing this thing all over. It's like, yeah. Just can't control it. <laughs> Imagine like a cartoon, like you're holding the fire hose and you're looking at the air. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's like it's Mr. McGill was like, oh, there's no, oh, wow, it's a gay bomb. <laughs> I haven't thought about Mr. McGill in ages. Thank Road you, Troy. Skid. Skid. cap. Normally your accents are perfect, but your Mr. McGill sounds a little bit like Catherine Hepburn. Well, it's true. <laughs> uh, it was a little known fact. Jim Backus, the voice of Mr. McGill, based his performance on Catherine Hepburn. Oh. Well, I, I don't know why. If Skid says it, it's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take Skid's word for anything that happened before 1984. <laughs> you continue... <laughs> forward then yep after uh, sealing up the uh, the northern edge of this uh, chamber or at least the the top edge you move forward um, you guys stealthing along or are you just uh, stealthing yeah dog stealthing dog yeah. go ahead we'll stealth. Stealth. Baron will follow right, give me a little stealth from both of y'all 26 ooh that's good dude that's not great fuck 26, like a garbage plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you, uh, you, you leave this area and you continue forward. Like a garbage plug. And you enter, uh, 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 the chamber kind of opens up a little bit before it turns again to the right, and you're in this uh, kind of, uh, not a, certainly anywhere the size of the room you were just in, but it's a larger open space. Um, and then it uh, and there's an opening off to your right, we'll say. <laughs> Will we? Uh, so that's it. Mm-hmm. Survival check. No choices. Just an opening off to our right. Yeah, it just keeps going. All right, we'll just power through. You want to do a quick survival check before you power through? 12. Nothing. Keep Nothing. on going. Okay. Keep on going. Keep going. Stealth. Uh, both of you give me another stealth roll here. Natural 20. Oh. 35. Wow. 32. Ooh. Okay. You continue stealthing along, and... As we're stealthing along... Uh, Jimmer and Metra and Thune, uh, a little bit behind, 20, 30 feet or whatever. Uh, and you see the cavern go straight for a while, and then it starts to turn again. Let's say you stealth up to the turn and look, and you see maybe 20, 30 feet ahead of you a metal gate that's up. Leading into a room that is large, a large chamber. It like slopes up, or it's like at the top of like a little like cliff. No, it's flat, leading into that room. Up like a portcullis gate, or a gate you could swing open. No, it's like a metal gate that goes up and down. So portcullis, yeah, similar to portcullis. Sheriff Baron is going to sweep across a detect magic sixty foot cone. Once we're at this gate, and a detect alignment evil. Rum, rum. Nothing. And you know that's only getting you about 60 feet, feet into yeah, the yeah. room because you're still 30 feet from the gate. Oh, right. Um, but problem, you don't feel anything. My problem here, Sheriff, is that they seem to be waiting for us at every turn. I mean, I know we, we handle them well enough, but they always seem to know we're coming. My question is, what's this trap? What are they trying to get us to walk into now? I don't know, Dalgrith. But I'll tell you one thing, everyone's got a plan until they get socked in the mouth, so let's go punch him in the motherfucking mouth. Oh my god. You all get me really Jesus. fired up. Now I'm all fucking fired up. 
<laughs> start hitting each other's shoulder pads, yeah. just like getting. Uh, We're concussing each other accidentally by headbutting. A couple of dwarves yeah. just like smashing through each face. Um, I don't know what else to do. This is the only yeah. option, right? Unless we have Metro go in there, invisible, see what she can see deeper in. I hate to, uh, I hate to ask her to do such a thing, but if she's willing, that might be a great plan of action. <laughs> she loves it. All right, so we walk, we walk back a little bit. <laughs> Look at her. She loves she it. She loves it. <laughs> Just like it said in the encyclopedia. <laughs> Metra, we need you to go in there and take a look around, see if they're waiting for us. All right. Would you mind? Not at all. Um, I have to get through the gate, though, right? The gate is currently open. Oh, the gate's That's open. That's what's creeping me out. And you also, bit. you're carrying the cloak of etherealness as a backup, right? Yes. Okay, great. Um... um Okay. I'm wearing. Give it to Baron pass. before you leave. I'll pass. Just um, all right. So you're also carrying the rod of mortared walls as a backup's backup, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I might, if, in case we have we have uh, ten rounds for me to let a wall build <laughs> to protect us, in case you need to mortar eight, um, over eight hours. Uh, okay, I'll approach. And, I'll approach and add, I'll go invisible and then uh, wander on in. We didn't do any perception checks. Well, we tell you we just were like so scared. When I get, when I get close up, I'll we're do far a perception enough away. Yeah. All right, so you walk up towards the opening uh, of the metal gate that opens into this natural cavern. Perception check? Roll a perception check. 33. Okay. You don't see any movement whatsoever in this room that looks like it's been enlarged in certain areas to form a crude rectangle. What strikes your eye immediately is that there's nine humanoid-looking metal statues spaced at regular intervals in a grid with several other uh, of these statues. It looks like they're leaning haphazardly against the eastern wall along uh, all sorts of giant-sized weapons. You see glaives, great axes, long spears... There are stairs in the northeast and southeast corners leading to platforms with uh, large chairs on top of each platform in the back, uh, back side of the room. Also painted along the walls on each side are what looks like crude drawings of dwarves, elves... Halflings, human. It looks like it's telling some sort of story with a bunch of different races, and it's pretty worn down, very, very crudely drawn. But it looks like it's telling some sort of story. Directly across from you, you see a tunnel leading out. And these statues that are on, they're on a grid, or is there a grid on the floor? Um, there's or? not a grid on the floor, um, but they're they're evenly spaced apart throughout. It the does room. like feel like a chess game. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Can I do a detect magic on the um, on the closest statue? Mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Detect magic on the statue. And you don't detect any magic. And it just appears to be a statue. Just a statue of a, a giant? Uh, no, no. They're all uh, humanoid they're humanoids. figures. This uh, looks to be a, a large uh, human. Um, but... They're all different. Um, I want to take a look at the. Uh, I want to take a look at the mural. I'm going to see if I can get a closer. So look she's at invisible, stealthing up. Oh, there. She, oh, I'm not yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at the mural. Okay. 
Well done, Skip. So you walk in very clever. <laughs> so you walk into. Oh, the I'm not there. Oh. <laughs> Guess I can't do it. So you walk into the room, and uh, you're just walking past these statues, and some of them look familiar in some weird way, but they're just so crudely built you can't quite quite piece it together, but something feels very oddly familiar. Is there one that looks like me? Well, you start looking at the wall and you see things that you feel like you've heard of. It's actually a lot more elaborate now that you have a close-up view of it. There's lots of stuff going on, even though it's drawn poorly, but the one thing that your eye is drawn to is a tree with a young girl oh, growing shit. out of it. <gasps> no! That looks exactly like what you remember your daughter looked like. And then you turn around and look at the statue to your right. And it's a statue of you. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? What? We'll see you next oh, week. No! The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.